0: This is episode number 380 of the Inner Fight Podcast. We are back. This is the number one health and fitness show in the Middle East. Thanks a lot for tuning in, folks. And thanks a lot to our sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. We're still dishing it up. We're still giving you loads of freebies. Rate and review the podcast and you will get your bag full. André's back from his long vacation, <laughs> and he's brought with him a friend, mate. Tell us who this guy even is.
1: <laughs> Today we have Nicolai Renault from uh, Copenhagen with us. He's one of my friends from back home. He also works for CrossFit HQ, and he's currently here. That means we have to be on our best behavior. Yes. <laughs> I love CrossFit! <laughs> and um, he's here to, to do a documentary or a little clip on Muhammad. Uh, One of my clients or one of the Interfight members has an absolute inspiring story. Maybe
0: we'll hit into that later in the show as well. Yeah. Let us know exactly what's going on there.
1: Nikolai, to the people who don't know you, why don't you talk to us about who you are, what you do, where you're from, everything. Everything. Yeah, You've I got four, th- it's a 40 minute AMRAP.
0: So I got 40 minutes. <laughs> and
2: go. Yeah, so my name's Nikolai. I'm, I'm <clears throat> put that really <laughs> close to <laughs> you. the only thing <laughs> I couldn't do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we briefed him really yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, so my name's Nikolai, and I, I work, um, I live in Copenhagen with my wife and two kids. We just moved north of Copenhagen. Um, I work as a cameraman and a TV editor, so, and that's how I kind of got into. That's what I do on my day job. I work at a, the biggest sports channel in Denmark. Denmark. Wow. Do the promos for the NFL and stuff in in Denmark. How did you get into that, mate?
1: It was a former NFL player, so... <laughs> no,
2: that, no <laughs> just the, that's just what i always wanted to do. And then yeah. kind of self-taught and then really? like working working nights at a TV station and kind of getting into it, learning so a little it bit.
0: Is getting into it is it's hard work from the start yeah, right
2: just, like, it's it it was different when i started about like, 10 to 15 years ago anyone couldn't just get a get a camera like now everyone has a youtube channel and a camera and mm. all the equipment mm. and you can record 5 4k on on your iphone yeah it wasn't like that uh not that i'm i'm that old like back in the day was, yeah, say, no, this guy 10, 15 years <laughs> like, yeah. old
0: you, you look super young yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no so it's basically um i had a guy who who taught me basically everything uh who's now a boss at, at one of the TV stations he right. just took me under his wing and told me how to edit like how to do stuff how to get a good story how to yeah and, and but the, at the end of the day it's 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 experience just learning doing it over and over again and making mistakes and then being able to look at your footage and say well kind of messed up there I should yeah. do this better yeah. next time Yeah. Right. and same with the stuff I do for CrossFit like each time hopefully it gets a little bit better and better and not just me for everyone like look at the documentaries they're putting out now it's ridiculous like so and that's how I got into CrossFit because I just started training myself and found it really interesting and they had regionals in Copenhagen that year and then I I signed up as a volunteer and my wife got really mad because you're going to volunteer for 12 hours a day it's like why are you not on the floor Yeah, why are you not working <laughs> and the, the actual the camera guys working were some of my friends and they were getting paid to do it really? they're not doing crossfit they just randomly been booked for this job they didn't know oh wow what it was so i was working as a volunteer like bringing like batteries for the camera guys who i <laughs> normally work with wow This is kind of weird wow but then i met um uh, met tyson aldroyd who's um in copenhagen that year and he's um, head of the media department right. and, and my boss. And yeah, we got to talking and he let me do like a profile, uh, he did let me do a workout demo. They did that, remember that every day? They had a new workout demo. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I did one of those and then did the profiles for some of the Danish qualifiers for Games 2012. Yeah. Wow. And then kind of wow. just grew from there.
0: So what? what is your job? for CrossFit you said that you work in another company but you sort of contract to CrossFit yeah. so what, what what's your role because CrossFit but Media is, is huge oh, it's, now
2: oh it, it's and it's getting bigger and bigger is it? Yeah, yep. it's yeah I can't remember the specifics but at the CrossFit Games this year on the broadcast side there were I want to say above 200 people uh, wow. contracted what? in yeah wow. they bring in the whole uh, Monday Night Football team from the NFL wow so there's basically like everyone from there and unbelievable it's, it's Unbelievable setup, and then they have the whole different side where, where I mostly work the um, like the documentary side where we yeah. do these stories for the YouTube channel and yeah, um, and those guys are just amazing. Really, like the, yeah, the ones um, my friend Heber Cannon who did the Froning film and the, just just all the stuff they do is yeah. like it's so high end at like a minimal of the cost of compared to what else you see on Netflix.
0: Talk to us about that because I think this is where CrossFit have been incredibly smart. You say that there's 200-plus people at the CrossFit Games in the media team. But on the grand scheme of things, mate, the content that they put out on a a regular basis, the following that they have on those social platforms, they're actually probably spending almost a fraction of the amount that big brands are spending. So from a marketing perspective, give us your thoughts on – like how CrossFit have gone about it and why they've gone about
2: it in those ways well they've, they've been very smart about it they've been very like first movers in, in many ways they're, yeah. they're good at using all the tools at their disposal like they're good at doing Instagram stories Facebook yeah. lives and figuring out how to enable athletes and like during the open they're, they're good at getting content that people want yeah. and making sure that that content has a minimum minimum quality it, it's, it's, it's good Right. So it's always good content they put yeah. out. They have their own studio in the office, right. which means they can, within the blink of an eye, they can like, do a, do a show and and talk about recent subjects. And, yeah, And they just perfected that what they do, just doing it over and over, it just it keeps on getting better and better. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not spending as much money. However, they have been hiring more and more people. Yeah. And, um, and that means, like, obviously they're spending more money but that just goes as long as with this sport growing and yeah i I don't know all the specifics but 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 this year they're uh the last year they had the documentary on netflix i'm pretty sure it's going to be on netflix again wow um and just that and i I can just see like the equipment they're using the cameras they're using it's just it's i know the price tag on these cameras i can just see from year to year like this doing better and better and more That's and more incredible. stuff and which is great because do you think
0: uh, do you think like obviously CrossFit has been it's been labeled and I think if we're honest we all love it and I own an affiliate it is very cult based do you think it the social media side and the media side and the fact that videos go viral is because of that when we have a cult, it's quite a close knit community in, in a positive way. Do you think, you know, do you think it's because of that sort of cult environment that we live in?
2: Well, I think CrossFit and CrossFit athletes in, in general are very good at following each other on social media, and, right. and it's very it's a very close circuit. Yeah, um, which makes sure which ma- so now everyone knows everything that's going on with everyone. Yeah, which is good and bad because uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you might just maybe you should just be in your own world and not remember Scott Pancheck said a couple years ago he stopped following everyone on Instagram because he didn't want to get caught up in what everyone else is doing because it's so easy because you have Mm. you basically have everyone's training program at full disposal like just go to Instagram story but from a
1: spectator's like point of view that's like amazing you know all inside info and like all the athletes all the coaches the gyms like even gyms have Instagram profiles
2: yeah but but also the top athletes are good at at engaging their their fans and they're good at replying to Instagram messages. And yeah, you can actually yeah. write uh, Matt Fraser and, and yeah. get a response. Really? Like you, you can't write LeBron James and get a response. I was going to say no. yeah. Like, like now we no. go to
0: compare it to another no, sport. That's true. It's, it's, it's they're okay. going to do nothing. Do you think that's because okay, LeBron James is probably like at the top end of the spectrum. Sure. But
2: write write the worst guy at, at Cleveland he- Cavaliers. He's not going to reply Really? No. there's <laughs> yeah. no way. Sure. It, it's
1: quite, it's that, something that quite special. Uh, special. True. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, from a, a sponsor point of view, that's, I think, maybe it's because we're more desperate for sponsors in the sport, in the, in the CrossFit, and therefore we do that extra little inch also yeah. to actually, you know, reply and to help people and to, to answer them. Yeah. I think there's two sides. Like, there's the side of actually wanting to help and the other side of, like, this can actually benefit me sponsor-wise and...
2: But like, I think the, the athletes also remember where they came from. They're still a part of this community, and that's what makes CrossFit so strong is the community. Yeah. yeah. And they're still part of the community. Like, uh, take... Uh, Rich Throning owns the gym. Annie Thorisdott owns the gym. And I remember I was training in Reykjavik with her. Yeah. And then a class was going on. The coaches call, called in sick, but no one knew. So there's right. no one to teach t- the class. She was uh, going to games two weeks later. He we had to drop everything and teach the class because she's the owner. Right. So... You wouldn't see that in, in other sports. Yeah, you wouldn't see that sport. sort of yeah. commitment to to the overall image you you're yeah. portraying. Yeah. And I don't think it's an image that the athletes put up. I mean obviously in any sport there's good people, bad people. That's the way it is. That's the way in it is. any yeah. In yeah. way of life. Yeah, for but sure. But I think it's in they're all very from everyone I've met so far. Yeah. Has been very, very nice to me, and I know That's I have a good. camera pointed at them. So we always <laughs> yeah. talk about how they're that nice. And but even when I turn off the camera, they're yeah. they're good people. And what
0: are the challenges of being the man behind the camera? Um, like when you're de- sorry, I'll, I'll frame that a little bit more yeah. narrow for you. When you're dealing with like it's your job to capture in certain capacity to capture footage of the top athletes. Yeah, and to be in their space because one thing that CrossFit's done really well is really get in the space, yeah. in that personal space. And there's a line,
2: and there is a line. Yeah, so wh- a line. how
0: does that go? And what are the well, challenges there? The like? line,
2: the line. Div- I, I am. I got to direct the uh, behind the scenes of Meridian this year, right? And that was the biggest one I had to do yet. And I think one of the reason Tyson, my boss, put me on that job is because he knows my line is closer than most people with the Meridian athletes. Right. So I can kinda of get a little bit closer because a guy he's a good friend of mine, but Yanikoski, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't say much. Right. <laughs> and and the closer you get to him, you, he kinda of gets to talking and that's one of the challenges, like yeah. when when is when does the work stop and when does the friendship start? And what, right. like like you kind of have to be um, objective and like actually this year regionals was insane because uh, my good friend frederick who i like visit every year in iceland and train with he had missed out of qualifying the past couple of years and i kind of felt like if he didn't qualify this year he was gonna
0: have a meltdown yeah (laughs) or stop i don't know Uh,
2: so at the end of uh, event five it looked like he didn't make we all thought he wouldn't have made it so my camera was on him for the Sheer purpose of getting his reaction when he did not qualify. So I was—he wow. was, he was lying on the floor crying, and I was just waiting <laughs> for him because that was the, that was, we we knew who the other guy was, and Lucas Hockberg was going to qualify. Yeah. He's also a friend. So, and then the other camera guy had had a focus on him. So I was just waiting for the reaction when they called out Lucas's name to see Fredericks finally. Okay, I did not make it. He did wow. make it by a point or two. Yeah, yeah. And I started filming him, and then all super happy obviously for him sad for lucas but it's always always someone has to lose yeah and then i realized well this is not my job i have to get to lucas now because my job is follow the the whoever lost yeah that's the emotion you're trying to capture like running after him and like lucas a big lucas is a big dude yeah and i you kind of want to stay away from pissing him off (laughs) yeah he used to be an mma fighter or something like before crossfit
0: (laughs) how do you get that though like i guess what you've just said is, is, is something super cool because when someone's first, they're first and there's going to be a camera on them. But the emotion yeah. and the interesting part of the film is there's that emotion a, in the guy that's yeah. just made it or just missed exactly. out.
2: There's nothing interesting in the European region about uh, Pyotrion because he is the best in the Meridian region. Right. And I... I, I, I Give me an argument why he's not, I'll listen, but I don't agree with you. Yeah, right. he, he is the best. Yeah. So he's not interesting because going into regionals he knew he was going to qualify. <laughs> it's
0: not interesting. No, but
2: it is interesting, <laughs> but it, yeah. <laughs> we'll but, use
0: that to run this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, we won't, mate.
2: No, but, it's but the, the, the interesting part comes further down the leaderboard, like yeah. uh, with Jason Smith, uh, Adrian Munnweiler, yeah. Phil Heskey, Lucas Esslinger, Frederick, uh, Hurgberg, all those guys, those are the guys... In this big dogfight, fighting for that. So you kind of have to give enough attention to tell the story about who won. Yeah. Um, Kristen Holter won on the women's side. But it's, again, on the women's side, it was, it was difficult because there were like five former games athletes. Yeah. I'm including Jamie Green in this because yeah. she, she is a games athlete who just hadn't been to the CrossFit Games. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're down to the sixth spot and that was the Greek girl Anna Frakow yeah. and there's such a big gap from her to whoever was in in 5th place yeah, that was Turi right. uh, Helgaardotter who had a rough weekend
0: this guy knows everything
2: everything
1: <laughs> about everyone yeah. this is quite
0: insane
2: <laughs> no, no, but so, you, so that story wasn't as interesting as the whole battle for 5th and, and and the men's side yeah, this right. is like this is their whole life their whole season in a blink of an eye like do how yeah. fast can you do 20 burpees and then also, oh, ah, oh, you didn't make it. Okay, good. Well, yeah. next year?
1: Do you manage all the other um, filmmakers or photographers on the floor? How do you um, know? Like, all right, my responsibility is, you know, Frederick this weekend, or well, is my responsibility Bjorkvin? Or
2: but this year, um, luckily Tyson was there as well, so he was helping me out. And then each night we would kind of talk about who, what are the stories, and who are going. Yeah, like who's winning, who who's who should we pay a little bit more attention to? And I've always talk and use, uh, like, Rory McKernan for sparring, and we email back and forth yeah. before, and, like, what what, he, what does he think is a good angle, and... But this year it was... I, I made a lot of mistakes that I'm, like, afterwards reflected on. I should have paid more attention to this and this. Uh, I so guess it's always difficult. Yeah, but, like, um, so I have two camp There was two cam- camera guys on the floor who's yeah. uh, running around. Those are the guys doing stuff for the Netflix documentary. Um, and, oh, wow. and that stuff yeah the stuff you've seen from like yeah. the fittest on earth film so i get all their footage and they have everything and then i add in my stuff but basically the, mo- the most important stuff i did was like standing at the finish line like basically you just done the worst workout of your life and then how Straight was that in your yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but they're they're good what's about it. the yeah.
0: what's the worst reaction you've had um, I don't think
2: anyone's given me any. Mate, come on. But if th- someone's trying to just... <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, what was he? <laughs> event three, I think. What was the one where Janikowski? He has like ups and downs. Probably event three right. on the muscle ups, he didn't do well. Right. So, um, and I got, I got the reactions I wanted from the ones I wanted. I looked around at Yana because he had had a, a bad workout, and I needed him to, I needed him to address this. Like you know, now, you dropped into seventh place came down to the athlete area where he was like cooling down walked <laughs> over with the camera he just stared like that cold finish there remember yeah. Ivan Draco from yeah, Rocky Ivan movies yeah. Yeah. yeah he just looked at me go away really I'm like, all right I'm, I'm going away <laughs> I'm going yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It must but, but then he, he went out and set a world record on event four and he was like means yeah, like he's like come yeah. over. you can come and talk to me yeah mate let's let's jump into i mean
0: it's super interesting i think we could make a whole show about that sort of behind the scenes (laughs) stuff because obviously an incredible job you do and hats off you know to what you guys are doing the content's awesome everyone loves to watch it the cult's following and and well done let's jump into what you're doing in dubai because yeah this is probably something that we never i mean you don't i guess you don't really plan for something like this when we started the journey Mm -hmm. so tell us your side of why you're here and then let us Um, us jump back on it
2: well crossfit has kind of two sides to the media department There's the uh, there's the the crossfit games and the season and that's all very interesting and cool and but there's also the 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 80 as you you said right the the, the everyday people doing crossfit changing lives becoming healthy and using crossfit as a training methodology to to get healthier Yeah. yeah they don't care about well they may, might like the CrossFit games but they're not going to the CrossFit games ever yeah. no, unless yeah. they buy a ticket <laughs> um, but it, it's true yeah absolutely so I've been looking and my boss Tyson said he wanted me to find more of a lifestyle piece for um, for my uh, neck of the woods which I guess Dubai is my neck of the woods <laughs> it's, it's like uh, 4,000 uh, miles I don't know yeah. no but it's only six hour flight so it's it's, it's close enough yeah and then um, obviously I'm following Andre on, on social media and then I knew he had some some different clients with um, struggling with obesity. Yeah. But I hadn't really found like the story I wanted to do, and all of a sudden he posted like three weeks back. He posted about uh, Mohammed, who's now been working with him for a year. And then I emailed uh, HQ and said, "Hey, I think this is the one. Like, this is the one we should do." Told him Andre's story and Mohammed what I could read and kind of and I said like, "There's some massive issues going on in." In the UAE about obesity and yeah. it's getting better, but it's, there's a lot of stuff to tell there, which goes well in in the lines of w- what they're mm. posting and what they're talking a lot about, about obesity, about type 2 diabetes and yeah, all right. these lifestyle diseases. So, and I got an mi- immediate response, yes, this is a good one. Um, mm. And we started setting up, like talking all the details and yeah. like what should it be, how long should it be. And yeah, and then... Before I knew it, I was like booking a plane to Dubai. Right. And, uh, Before
1: I, I knew it, yeah. I met him in the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's quite
2: random as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What,
0: how, what, I'll go back. I'll say that again. When, you sort of, when you're used to filming all that other stuff that we've been talking about, yeah. as, a, as an individual who loves what you do, how does this variation and this fit with like Muhammad and losing a load of weight, like, how does that motivate you?
2: It, uh, yeah I, I get what you're saying because Mohamed is not going to put up a 300 pound snatch it's and it's from a athlete's perspective it's very unimpressive what he's doing yeah but it's as we talked about it's equally impressive because you have to look at the person doing it yeah and, and I I see the effort he's putting in and sure it's easy to get excited about uh, the regionals of the CrossFit games yeah but that's the that's a spearhead that's a top of the iceberg
1: it's like that achievement is not gonna make their life a lot better no yeah
2: and and it's 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 all fun and and great and i'm super inspired by those athletes yeah but also people just turning their life around it's it's equally inspiring yeah there is some challenges however to making it look as cool as as (laughs) yeah yeah this is what i'm interested to hear like because because he's standing there he's doing step ups and <laughs> what else was he doing <laughs> uh, sleds and, and all kind of stuff yeah, but uh, I don't know what you mean but Yeah, it's not as explosive and he's not moving around walking on his hands and you kind of want to you want him to you want to portray what he's doing and, and kind of make it look cool I haven't yeah. you're, I haven't seen my footage yet so I have no idea if I <laughs> if I succeeded <laughs> but you have a few I, more days yeah I think it but actually, I've been really inspired about it. Like, yeah. And also, just being in a different scenic, I try to move as much of the recordings outside just to show like, him walking out in the street with a sled or a prowler. Yeah. Or a,
0: yeah. it,
2: it, it is different. It is very different. And the questions are different. We're not going to talk about his... We'll, we'll talk a little bit about his nutrition, like you're trying to eat healthy. <laughs> but we don't go into macronutrients and... Uh, like Because that's not what got him where he is. No. Either. And, and that's not that's way too soon for him yeah Yeah. and uh, he was doing he was doing clean and hang cleaning jokes today so you do a 15 kilo barbell uh andre said came over i was like that's not that's a 20 kilo barbell Uh. oh i don't know the difference well it's it's it's, you don't know the difference (laughs) like Uh, how do you but it's just that's his world how do you
1: think a video like that compared with you know a video of some top athlete doing some crazy stuff walking in the hands doing backflips and you know like the Alex Smith combo like ring muscle ups into chest pump bar muscle ups I don't know what compare like impact wise on the CrossFit community how much attention does a video like that get compared to you know a cool you know
2: entertain I, video I know from, from the, the guys at, in Santa Cruz in, at CrossFit HQ it gets more they okay. they are very uh, very interested in this and that's why they wanted to they're not going to send me to Dubai to do an interview with top games athletes yeah. or whatever they, yeah. like, you, we've seen that and, and we're going to continue to see that because it's, it's important it's part of the sport but the sport CrossFit and CrossFit games are not the same that's the sport of CrossFit but they they're very it gets a lot of attention but obviously for the everyday viewer someone might just say no I don't I don't care about this story Um, but hopefully people will tune in and, and since it's in a new region and like Hopefully, we'll get a little bit more traction from the European audience, but because this region hasn't been featured in anything, it's uh, so the Africa
1: region. except no. we're not in Africa. No,
2: <laughs> no, but but it's the thing is, it's a company based in in Santa Cruz in in California, and we're only like a handful of videographers spread out out over the world. Yeah, uh, right. So it's difficult for us to cover this big area, and it's yeah. difficult for CrossFit to to know everything that's going on. That's yeah. why. They always want me to report in if I hear something, see something, and they can kind of dive into it and see, okay, is this interesting? Should we, we jump Yeah. And
0: Andre, do you want to give a little bit of backstory on Muhammad? Because we're speaking about this guy called Muhammad, No one really knows who he is, what he's done, but but Nicholas is here making a film about him. Just give us a little rundown on... Muhammad, what he's done, and why he's important in the grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah, so we got introduced to Mohammed about one year ago, you and me. Um, It was one of our clients' brother. Um, Mohammed came in and he weighed 226 kilos. And today he weighs 135 kilos. He's been losing 91 kilos um, using the approach of functional training and healthy habits such as eating better and sleeping better. And both you and me and some of the other coaches... Have been helping out, both motivating him to train more, to eat better, to sleep better, and also on a personal perspective, like his daily habits of you know maybe being able to do more active stuff instead of sitting in front of the computer, going for a walk in the mall with his friends. Or it's been you know everything from training and nutrition to mental health to you know emotional stuff. It's it's just been an incredible journey <laughs> yeah well rounded journey where both I think we have been challenged just as much as he's been challenged almost <laughs> yeah. like how to help somebody lose that much weight and yeah. creativity with the exercises simply because I mean the guy couldn't walk 50 meters without stopping and yeah. without have, having pain in the knees Yeah, how do you change that yeah. like is it what when you when you see something like that mate, because we we have sort of we're back to
0: what we're talking about in media like you know, everyone wants to work with the top guys. Everyone wants to say that they coach or that they're a nutritionist for this athlete or that game's athlete. But you've sort of taken that and gone, I don't care. I'll take this guy from 200 plus kilos. I work with him four times a week. Like four times a week for 52 weeks. You've invested like man hours in that plus all the emotional stuff outside of it i'm sure you get calls at ridiculous hours like should i eat this burger <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like no brother we've don't had this bur- <laughs> <laughs> like
1: how what's your motivation in that mate cuz i think that's quite interesting as well i mean the whole motivation behind coaching is essentially making a difference in other people's lives simply from seeing what kind of difference sports and health has made in my own life and Helping Muhammad has been, I mean, probably the most incredible experience of all my coaching, coaching years combined, because I can see how much on an individual matter you can help somebody change their life completely. 180, like yeah. going from potentially dying young from overweight to being able to, you know, wear his own shoes, do it, like get a job, like, uh, you know, like moving out, like there's so many things and involved when it just comes to losing weight. Like the gains is not just aesthetics; it's not just getting slimmer. Like all that comes with it, and being luckily a part of that and yeah. helping him with what I know and also from the other coaches and just and the whole InterFight crew. It's just yeah. It's I think it's probably one of the most fulfilling thing a human being can achieve absolutely helping others very cool we look forward to this documentary and hopefully I think one of the biggest
0: things as well is that like hopefully it can inspire I mean when when you look at it like what what's your biggest motivation for making this
2: money no <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, no
0: <laughs> I get paid I get laid it's no we'll <laughs> cut that one um,
2: it's um, yeah it's, it goes along the lines of what Andre said yeah like this was a story that that there's plenty of weight loss stories out there so I don't know exactly what it was but it just felt like the whole thing combined like being in a I guess a difficult region in terms of uh, obesity yeah it was the highest yeah uh, it's the middle east it's just retardedly high. and his it's a whole story. Like he has a sister who owns a box, and, yeah. and you're still five hundred pounds. Like, how did that come about? <laughs> and, like, and also, how did the, where did that willpower come from? Just to to, to, change, to it. change it four yeah. times a week and be consistent yeah. with it. Yeah. So my motivation is to, to tell the story and and do just to to make sure that it, it gets told in the right way yeah. and portrayed in the right way. But also tell the difficult story about like, dude, you. You're a couple of years away from, yeah. from passing. On yeah. Th- yeah. If it, had yeah. you not changed your life. Like yeah. you said in our interview. Yeah. And I feel like that's important to say. It's yeah. like, this is serious. This is not just, wow, he made it. That's great. But yeah. I
1: remember, yeah, yeah. like, Mark is just coming down and telling him, you are going to die unless yeah. you get your crap together. It's like, like, I was just sitting there, it just arrived. Like,
2: Don't you think oh that's God. it? Yeah, this guy's been here like
0: two but weeks. It. He's like, oh, this is how my new boss speaks to our new clients. Yeah. Sweet. Don't worry,
2: he's just oh, kidding no. you. You
1: will make, it. <laughs>
2: You'll make no, but it. in all honesty, if just, if just one person or two per- people t- uh, look at it and just change something, yeah. fine. I've come to something. Yeah. I remember in the beginning when I started doing CrossFit, a lot of people were like, oh, you always post about it on Facebook or check in at the gym. Like, yeah, but I caught your attention, didn't I? Yeah. So, yeah. and then, and people at work are always making fun, like at the buffet at work. Oh, you need extra protein. and, yeah. and no, i jacked make, enough, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> making fun of it. And I was like, and, but then at a, in a more quiet moment, they come ask me about nutrition yeah. advice. <laughs> and they want to know stuff. So and, how much protein like, do you actually yeah. have each day? I'm fine with people making fun of yeah, it. Like, yeah, because of it is a bit of a... A, a geeky sport. Yeah, as well. it is. Yeah, you, it get super, it. you get super into it. and yeah. and But at the end of the day, if, if you change a little bit, like obviously you working at a gym and having yeah. your own gym, you change yeah. a lot of lives on a regular basis. But yeah. if we can help change a little bit yeah. uh, through the CrossFit media, yeah. that's great. And that's, yeah. the, that's what they want us to do and put more focus on that and what the affiliates yeah. around the world are, are doing because yeah. it's not just here it's every affiliate yeah absolutely doing it. and no, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's no different but there's just a, a few extraordinary stories out there and, yeah. and yeah. yeah lucky I
1: mean you guys role like as the media team is actually in, like crazy big because oh, yeah. the reach you can get like let's say we can influence 200 people maybe more like just through yeah. the gym 300 whatever through a story like from a crossfit hq those kind of things you're tapping into like potentially a million people or numbers around that like that is
2: crazy and some of the stories they've put out recently they're trying to to make a theme and right now it's a lot about the um like diabetes and and obesity and because they want to put a lot of focus on that and i i get that because nutrition has maybe not a lot not enough people that uh remembering nutrition and how important it is yeah. so it's good they're putting a lot of focus back on that and there's a couple of good stories out there by like my um, one of my co-workers uh, ross cochland and he's in wales and he's he's doing the same stuff like traveling around doing right doing stories um
0: that's that's
2: really good but then we also go to the crossfit games and then it's yeah then it's filming all the top athletes and that's equally fun yeah i'm
0: sure mate let's let's finish up with about 10 minutes or so on that there's obviously i guess anyone that has been in crossfit and sort of has access to someone who has an opinion on crossfit never mind someone in the media is always like where's crossfit going what's happening next it's like you know it's like someone outside of Castro knows something whereas i think most of it's just opinions however let's get your opinion there's been a lot of changes to the structure yeah. of the crossfit games yeah. for the next season as you said you're super close to a lot of the athletes in europe yeah. tell us a little bit about those changes what you think is going to be the impact and also maybe some of the feelings that you gather from the athletes as to their feelings towards yeah. the changes let's yeah first of all
2: i'm just going to say like we in the media department Sometimes know a lot less Than people think we know yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, I work for CrossFit <laughs> I I think regionals Is going to be in Copenhagen But no one That's just my guessing Yeah <laughs> I know the regional director Very well Yeah He won't tell me Really Like, like the worst We could, go, we could go out for drinks Or something But that's he, he so won't tell me How no. it is, Yeah it? And, and they keep Stuff I, I have no idea How they're doing it Because yeah. like We were at the CrossFit games And all of a sudden They built a big uh, Obstacle course Yeah It wasn't there the day before Really like, like, how did that happen? It's the rope team, yeah, they're it? just working through the night and Yeah. Yeah. the new structure, it's it's interesting. I think a lot of people has been uh, talking about Europe should have more spots. Right. And they I guess they did the I don't know, I'm just guessing here. They they did the analysis and say, well, yeah, at the end of the day it's correct. There should be more and now I'm saying Europe, it's actually the whole oh the meridian. Yeah. They should have more spots and and with with the talent pool here it, it kinda made sense yeah. to combine regions and also show a bit of love to uh, South America. Only one spot but still. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be in some some of it's gonna change a lot. Yeah. Uh, like Northern Europe you're gonna you, you're gonna see two rookies and I can say that if if no one moves Regions, we well, are going <laughs> to see two rookies because there are only three prior Games athletes in the region on the right. male side.
1: And it was your call well, for those two guys to be.
2: But two, well, they, that's saying the three guys are going to make it. Yeah, top three. So if Björkvin, Lucas, and Frederick, who are the three Games veterans, makes it back, like people could go team, could get injured and stuff. Um, I know one guy who's moving. He hasn't said it officially yet, so I'm going to let him. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. not compromise no, your position. No, I'm mate. gonna be. I'm going be nice to him and not say his name. But yeah. he's gonna move region, so he, he's gonna take one spot and then. Um, I'm gonna go with the Swedish guy, uh, Victor Longswed. He's been around for quite a quite a bit. And Consistent he, guy. Yeah, he he he's been doing better and better. Um, and he's consistently been in like top ten, top twelve. I think this year he took seven. Okay. And he's um, yeah, training a lot with double um, athlete. Yeah, he, yeah, he reminds me a lot of Lucas Hockberg, and he's just—he's pretty well-rounded, very powerful. I—I um, I could see him taking one of the spots, but—but okay. but with this new format, it could be someone completely new, or
1: yeah, or another game veteran, ja- or
2: Janikowski could go back to Finland, and then I'm—he's my pick. Like, yeah, yeah um,
0: What? What's your just to get your opinion? We have a lot of listeners from from, from this region. What's your opinion on the amount of people? top level athletes that are moving to this region.
2: Had that not happened you would not have divided Meridian into two. That's right. my honest opinion. Because right. if, if we're just talking people from 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 the Emirates and from Africa, yeah. There has there's only been one qualifier ever and that's Jason Smith, right? Yeah. Um so so obviously it's gonna help grow the grow the region and grow the athletes there, but you need those top athletes to help grow and right. and like I don't know how it's been. I, I don't live here on a, yeah, on a daily basis, but yeah. it feels like they have helped put a more focus on on yeah. the region, and people now know Dubai and and Abu Dhabi a lot better. Yeah, I
0: guess CrossFit people do. Yeah, it's it's because it's interesting because we see we've seen that, and we now see the potential of more people from well from the UAE. There's a potential yeah. that more people will be at the games. Yeah. But in in a really straightforward and honest way, I don't think we see a massive impact as business owners. No, no. Like, there's just, you know, no one...
1: Because they don't know. They don't really care. They, do they. I don't no. think they
0: care. No. We, I mean, no. we spoke about this earlier, didn't we? They just don't give a shit. And yeah. I don't blame them either. No. Like, I think it's good that they don't care. You know? Yeah, it's in, in, in a nice way. Like, it's like, you know, it's it's a reminder that crossfit is a tight community yeah that's what makes it good and it's also a reminder and i think this is is what you said before as well like there's a sport and then it's a it's yeah. a lifestyle it's, yeah. it's general physical preparedness yeah you know so yeah
2: But it's, i guess a lot of people also move down here because it's a an unique opportunity like me and Andrea from from copenhagen it it's it's cold like you're from yeah. britain yeah you you know rain yeah like it's it's ridiculous and if you can Come down here and being a, like a games athlete, and you can train two times a day and not worry too much about your finances and because yeah. you, you don't you wouldn't have those opportunities in scandinavia there's no sure. it's, it's a lot harder yeah yeah, it would be a lot harder and yeah. it's only for a very select few like yeah literally so so coming down here and and enjoying the sun and being outside it's Trainy. probably maybe it's not for everyone and they're yeah. the lifestyle is different the culture is different you have to do stuff very differently, differently yeah. and, uh, uh, <laughs> please notice he's yeah. been
0: here 24 hours he knows what's up but, what but still you
2: but, yeah, but I like that though. people are very yep. respectful yep. and it I guess if you're not respectful it kind of yeah. backfires you it's know, quite simple you know yeah. <laughs> That's very long no <laughs> Mate, but let's
0: look forward to you for you personally for the, for the next 12 months we're almost at the end of 2017 yep. Share with us a couple of your goals professionally and also as you work out as an athlete, what's going to happen for you in 2018 so we can wish you luck on those.
2: Well, uh, now I want to finish this pro- uh, project very well and hopefully it turns out well in the end of yeah. January and I, and the people at HQ are happy. Yeah. Because it's always like that, then you get the next project. Right. <laughs> and then I want to do the Meridian uh, behind the scenes again. Yeah. Uh, we haven't really talked about that yet, but it it went well yes, last year. So. All right. And then... Get back to Madison next year, I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: Where do you yeah. see? Like, what's the route for you within CrossFit Media? Um, Go on. Be bullish, mate. Tell tell your boss on here that you're going to have his job within six months.
2: Um, <laughs> no, I think. At one stage, I wanted to like move out to California, and that'd be great. But yeah. I think it has a strength being in a different region I and think so, yeah. doing. He's giving me more and more responsibilities and bigger and bigger opportunities. So awesome. I think it's I'm on the right path in that, and awesome. it's very it's a cool job and Then, as an athlete goals for 2018 well the open is around the corner um, yeah, you give
0: that a shot every year do you
2: yeah I turned 35 last year so puts ah. me in a different category which is fun Which lucky is more I pulled out that category now more equal playing field <laughs> like it's no fun comparing yourself to guys ah. like Andre and
0: mate I've had it for way too yeah. long <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll
2: be doing that and yeah. yeah hopefully go well oh good so yeah
1: Dre
0: anything else
1: <laughs> well, there's there's quite a lot of things that I would like to talk about. We're sort of running out of time. I want to ask one thing. Yeah, I know sure. you've been super close with many of the top top athletes yeah. in in the behind the scenes and you know in CrossFit. What? And I think one thing that we you know we see across the line is that everyone trains super hard. Everyone has a great program. All these kind of things. But what is it that separates people? What are those final 10% that you have seen from a spectator, from a friend, from you know a yeah. team manager of a, f- a former games team, those kind of things?
2: It's like you say, it's the 10%. Because everyone is training uh, five days a week, one recovery session, one day off, two sessions a day. It's all the same. They're all using, it's a train think tank or whatever they're using. It's, it's, uh, Invictus is built by Bergeron. Yeah. It, you can't out-train people. Those days are over yeah because everyone's more or less professional, so it's the it's the small stuff do you do do you listen to your body? do you train smarter and I know it's a cliche to train smarter not harder but it's the small it's the small stuff now and it's the mental game of because like the last workout at, at regionals it's doing a salt bike and then burpees as fast as you can yeah like can you just go a little faster can you do you make sure to the time you spend in the gym is are you, do you do, are you doing the program or are you like looking at the program, trying to understand the program, questioning the program, and being smart about it. Like yeah. constantly having a back and forth with your coach. Some people are just like genetic freaks, and and like can yeah can do whatever. S- like there's no no way Froning wouldn't have won those years. He was just better. Like yeah. n- whatever program he he would have done exactly. So it's it's a small percentage, but I see a lot of people who train two times a day in. Who maybe are just around regional's level, is just below regional's level, who are not doing the last okay. ten percent. they're not eating smart. What are the okay eating smart? They're not eating smart. So like the first,
1: the biggest thing is yeah. they're not eating smart. No, if you have a recommendation for any, popular athletes, including myself, and well, you a are lot of others, sm-
2: but you are eating smart. And, and I've and started to eat smart. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, if if you're <laughs> a good rule is if you're in doubt, if this is good for you or bad for you, it's probably bad for you. Yeah, like you, most of the time you know and and you see a lot of people who just and they're focused on oh, I want to get this and this on my snatch and I want to I want to focus like solely on my engine now or st- stop stop doing that because it's <laughs> not it's, just, it's it's a year round thing and you, you have to be you can't you can't say I'm not, I'm not focused a lot of crossfit in in the winter no you no. have to do all the time yeah periodization
1: I mean, uh, doesn't really no 100% work in this no. sport That's you have to, sure. the,
2: the baseline yeah. has to be the whole time and and seek out people that are that are smarter than you. Like, you ask me if I have a program. No. My program is always, whenever going to session, I go in a session, always do something I'm bad at. And if I have an opportunity, I always screw the program. If I have an opportunity to train with someone who's better than me, I always do whatever they're doing. Yeah. Because, like yesterday, Frederick was at a gym. I just did whatever he was doing. Yeah. Because training one-on-one with a coach who's a games athlete, that beats any program. Yeah. For if if a guy like me, at least. There's so many small things you can tweak and... You, you can't train that yourself. No. Cause, and, and admit there's people that are smarter than you. Yeah. And that can be hard for a lot of yeah, egos. I think, I think that's
0: one of the hardest people yeah. the things that I see in top-level athletes, in inverted commas or whatever, you know, like yeah. they know it all, they've done it all. Actually, the best athletes right now are the ones that have said, actually, I don't know it all, and he's actually really smart in his field. Yeah. Help me he's really smart and they're the they're the best athletes for yeah. sure Matt yeah.
2: Fraser was running with the, um, the junior high school running club he came dead last every every session yeah. he, he said that on a on a show and was like that has to be very humbling you're the fittest man on earth yeah. probably gonna be it again and you're running with these kids and they're just gonna kill you yeah just admit yeah. that well I'm not the best at running well now he is the best at running yeah because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got better yeah and he just admitted it and yeah, and, and sorted it yeah out. but you still see a lot of a lot of egos and people not willing to, to change a lot of stuff.
0: That's CrossFit. I yeah. think it's gonna continue like that that's forever. Sport. That's sport. That's sport. Mate, yeah. super awesome to have you on yeah. the show. Thank you Anytime. so much. Thanks a lot for what you're doing for Mohammed. It comes from a really nice place just to try and make everyone better. That's what that's what we're doing yep. as well. So we appreciate that and hopefully we'll see you again soon in Dubai. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah. Cheers guys. Peace.